0: Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. There is so much noise out there, especially when it comes to self-betterment, and that's why I created... TAT text. I'm actually using texting as a mental program. It's like the program you uh, get at the gym, but this is for your mental and emotional state. Every week, there's a different topic. One week, when maybe relationships. The next week, uh, codependency. Next week, dating, etc. And at the end of the week, you get a private link to a Google Doc that takes you deeper. A lot of how-to, right? It's not just information, but it's like, what do we do with this information? So, if you want to wake up with something that is going to reposition your mindset and set you up for a day that you can maneuver in the best version of yourself, come check out my text. You could get them at theangrytherapist.com or on my Instagram, at theangrytherapist. See you in your phone. Okay, so here's the thing if you're in an abusive relationship, whether it's physical or emotional, you know it's toxic, right? It's obvious. Now you may minimize it, you may struggle to leave, but you definitely know it's unhealthy, uh, whether they're the because of the bruises on your arms, the cuts on your feet from all the eggshells you're walking on, the pent-up anger in your heart or your friends and family have been telling you for a very long time. So when you're in an abusive relationship, it's obvious, um, and it's just a matter of time before you've had enough or you gain the courage or clarity to to leave, right? And then um, you do that because you realize you deserve better uh, or more. Now, can a relationship be toxic if it's not obviously abusive and this is what i think is interesting uh the answer is yes absolutely and i think that relationships that are toxic um that aren't obviously abusive are actually more dangerous because it's like it's like boiling a frog you know you you don't you don't really know and then uh you uh your insides slowly die. <laughs> your soul dies. You stunt your growth. Your your self-esteem is lowered. You disconnect with you. It's that like, slow burn. And that's why it's more dangerous. is because you're not aware of it. So toxic isn't always obvious. It can fly under the radar. And so I want to give you five not obvious signs that your relationship can be toxic. Okay, number one. Subtle character assassination. So... There's obviously, you know, there's obvious character assassination if you're calling someone uh, an idiot or a fat ass or a dumb shit or whatever. That's, you know, you're assassinating someone's character. But what about the subtle character assassination? You know, what about um, insults that are um, not obvious? What if uh, they're creating uh, hairline cracks in your relationship container instead of like giant cracks that are obvious? When I was in my early 30s, um, I was just fucking around, and I called my girlfriend uh, a pig. And I I didn't just call her a pig out of nowhere. Obviously, that would that would be very mean. Um, we were joking, and she ate all the, the fruit off my plate when I went to the restroom. And then when I came back, um, I called her a pig. And, and uh, you know, it was in a joking tone. But I also didn't know that she was going through an eating disorder at the time, right? And so I wasn't aware of the impact of that. And now... If I had continued to do that, you know, if I kept joking and and calling her uh, names and and stuff like belittling her, even though it's coming from a a joking place, it's really easy to minimize that and to, to label that as not toxic. But enough of that can be toxic, you know? Enough of that because you don't really know how the other person is, is, uh, how it lands for them and how they're taking it unless they express it, you know, to you. And most people don't express it. They just take it and then they just, you know, they minimize it. Um, they just put up with it, you know, they'll just say, oh, you know, he didn't mean it like that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, and also, you know, like, like, fuck you to someone can be, um, not that big of a deal. You know, if you're, um from the East Coast. (laughs) If you're from New York, it's it's everyday common language. Um but also uh but but that same fuck you to someone else can be crushing, right? And so uh and it might be cultural, right? And so like, you know, as a as a as an Asian person, an Asian American well I shouldn't say all Asian, but Korean, um especially with old school, uh fuck you is not like it's not like a joke. It's taken kind of seriously, right? So Depending on language and um, how people receive things, subtle character assassination can be be toxic. Alright, next one. Controlling without knowing it. So, you know, you may not be telling your girlfriend uh, what to wear or what friends she can and cannot have. um, Stalking her, you know, like anything obvious, uh, of course, that may not be happening. But... Can there also can control come in decaf? You know, can it be subtle, in between the lines, right? Can you be and this is kind of where you move into a, maybe a little bit of passive aggressive behavior. Um, maybe you're presenting it, presenting something in a way that isn't obviously controlling, but you're angling it so it sounds like it's the best, the best for them, um, and them um, listening to you or buying into it uh, because they know that you love them and of course by doing so you're slowly molding a person you are putting your shirts on them right you're, you're doing it in a um a subtle way and you may not even be aware you're doing that that would be something that can be toxic we'll be right back after this brief message this episode is brought to you by magic spoon hey remember when growing up how amazing breakfast cereal was It wasn't all healthy back then. It was sugary and chemically and addictive and you could eat bowls and bowls of that. Then we had to grow up and become adults and we had to put that away. Well, not anymore. There's a company called Magic Spoon and they created a new cereal that is basically what you grew up with but zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics. Remember these? Cocoa, Fruity, Frosted, and Blueberry. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs to recreate The texture and taste of classic sugary cereal. Guys, this is a dream come true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And I'm going to give you a taste today. Go to magicspoon.com forward slash angry, and you can get a variety pack. The shipping is free. Promo code ANGRY, all caps, A-N-G-R-Y. magicspoon.com forward slash angry, promo code, all caps, ANGRY. I just major day. You're welcome. Go get your cereal now and connect to that 12-year-old that you have disconnected to for so long. What about jealous behavior? So the feeling of jealousy is completely normal. And, you know, again, if you're so jealous, you are um, trying to control your partner or if you're so or you're putting your insecurities on them or you're trying to get them to live their life a certain way or wear something else or whatever based because you are so jealous that's obvious you know and that's obviously uh toxic but what if it's like subtle you know um again what if it's indirect what if it's uh behavior that flies under the radar and and, and maybe something you don't even tag as jealous behavior But enough of um, subtle passive aggressiveness, enough of this um, putting it on the other person, right? Not taking ownership, um, which, by the way, is going to be the next one. Uh, (laughs) Enough of that, uh, and then the relationship can become toxic. So the next one is never taking ownership. So here's the thing about ownership. It produces relationship glue. If you are with someone um, who doesn't take ownership... Who just points fingers? Who blames? Who's very defensive? You're building on sand, because it's taking ownership. It's saying that you know what I did something wrong. I hurt you. I'm sorry. Um, this was my piece. This is my fault. Um, I'm exploring why I did something, and this is what I'm, what I'm learning. And I'm sorry that that hurt you. You know, it's owning your piece that brings people closer together. So if you're in a relationship where um uh, someone is is never taking ownership um that may not seem abusive, right? That's not we don't file that under abuse, right? You could just say, "Oh, he's stubborn" or, you know, he just, you know, he's just like that or whatever. But over time, that's toxic. Over time, that lops that makes your relationship lopsided. And so that can be a toxic relationship is if you're choosing to love someone who Never takes ownership, but instead just blames you know, and also if you're not owning then chances are you're 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 directly or indirectly saying that it's not your fault uh which means that you're directly or indirectly say "Oh uh, sorry, I'm stumbling on my words if you're saying it's not your fault, whether it's direct or indirect, um you are also indirectly or directly saying that it's your partner's fault, and so by doing that constantly by that being the default um it 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 produces a lot of cracks in the relationship you know that's toxic can be toxic okay next one negativity for too long so you know we all have our winters we all have our bad days we all enter a uh, long dark T- dark tunnels. I know I most of my 20s was a long dark tunnel. Um, but if you don't make an effort to catch light, to do everything you can to change your energy, your attitude, um, your state, then you're dragging your partner into the cave with you, right? You're taking someone hostage. And this is something that I wasn't aware of in my 20s and 30s because I was a very negative person. And I used to put my unhappiness on who I um, chose to, to love at the time. And it wasn't fair to them. Although it was unintentional, um, it was also still damaging, right? You can apologize for punching someone in the face, but it still hurt them, you know? And so being negative, and, and, and not only being negative because we're all human, we're going to be negative at times, but being um, negative and not doing anything about it for too long, that can make uh, any relationship toxic. So, not only uh, with your intimate partner, but you know, family, friendships, uh, coworker, boss, whatever, right? It creates that toxic space, and who the hell wants to be with negative, just pessimistic, dre- dreading life kind of people? Um, it's heavy and it's um, toxic. All right. So, just to sum it up, subtle. Character assassination, um, controlling behavior without really knowing it, jealous, uh, sometimes passive-aggressive behavior, uh, never taking ownership, and swimming in your negativity for too long. These are all common behaviors that are not obvious, but over time can be toxic in your relationship. Now, one last question to you before I go. Maybe this isn't your partner that are doing these things, um, one of these things or all of the above. Maybe it's you. You know, um, do a self-inventory. Are you subtly assassinating um your partner's uh character? Are you controlling in any kind of subtle subtle way? And you're only you're gonna know, right? Um are you doing it in a a, a very subtle way? Um, where it's not obvious, right? Are you are you expressing jealous behavior? Uh, do you take ownership for what you you know for uh, whether it's your mistakes or your shortcomings or you know what you've done? Do you own or are you always just blaming and pointing fingers? You know, are our arguments about uh, are they a courtroom battle for you trying to win a case or are you saying okay here's my piece here's your you guys sort it out? Do you have the ability to be aware? of what is your peace and then what are you doing about that so are you taking ownership and then also are you being responsible um about uh, your negativity or any winter you're going through you know and it's fair that if you are going through one um that's that's cool i mean that's life we all go through our shit we have uh act breaks and we have um days that we just want to sit on the couch and eat, Dor- eat doritos and that's okay but it's not staying there. It's, it's making an effort to get out of your, your depression or your addiction or whatever it is, right? That's your responsibility. And if you do nothing about it, you're making that relationship toxic. Thank you for listening. Uh, if this was helpful, uh, share it. Um, if it wasn't, then um, maybe an, my next episode will be. <laughs> be well.